0: It was very chill. Nice. Didn't leave the house. Made a little turkey breast, some mac and cheese. There you go. Did some Black Friday shopping online.
1: (laughs) Dance, monkey, Dance. welcome to this week's episode of dance monkey dance i'm chris i'm john how you doing john
0: i'm doing just great trying to get in the christmas spirit
1: yeah now that thanksgiving is over yep are you listening to christmas songs
0: already um not
1: really no i know you're watching christmas movies though
0: i am watching christmas movies (laughs) i have some reviews do you okay Yes, yes.
1: Did you uh, Did you have a good Thanksgiving?
0: Uh, it was very nice and quiet. Nice. Watch the parades.
1: Let's. I think that was it. Let's talk <laughs> about the parade. Cause, okay. Because I feel like I've aged out of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Okay. When I was a kid, it was a bunch of has-beens and. People up on float singing Christmas Songs and that's not what the Parade is anymore It's mm, It's now, sure it's now A bunch of has been singing like their greatest Hits or people from um, Twitter and What's that other TikTok and all that shit That are now like singing Cover songs of Other people's Songs that aren't Christmas and I just I don't know I I don't feel like it's the Thanksgiving Day Parade anymore. No,
0: you don't. You don't feel that excitement as it gets closer and closer to the Santa Claus coming.
1: No. 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 Well, that's too bad. I mean, and this year, this year, like it seemed like they had a lot of issues with the the balloons going into trees because there were a lot of deflated sections of balloons.
0: Yeah, apparently it was very windy.
1: Yeah, there were there were like. And every, time one showed up, it was like, is that one fully inflated? Oh, nope. That hand's all deflated or that their hats deflated or like, right. There just seemed to be a lot of issues this year. I don't know. I, I just,
0: I, I, did you enjoy all the lip syncing?
1: No, I never do. Like, like fucking <laughs> Jimmy Fallon, man. I, I'm a little tired of Jimmy. Fallon. Yeah. I think a lot of people are. I, I mean, I know he's in New York and I know like it's on NBC. And so like they're doing that synergy bullshit of like the networks, but I mean, it. what was it? Was it a Ramones Christmas song that they were singing? Yes. And so like, like Jimmy had his scarf like tied up in his guitar like they weren't fooling anybody. And so like right. I don't I don't know who watches it and is like, "Oh, they're really singing" because you know, none of the none of the flashback bands that were there that sounded like they did 30 years ago would sound that way now. So I don't know what they're thinking is other than like, this is what we've always done. So, I don't know.
0: Well, but I mean that is becoming the new normal for even live concerts is to Yeah. Sing to track.
1: I mean, but I kind of get that in live concerts where you produce a track that's got elements in it that you can't reproduce live. Like, like, sure. I get, I get bands that like have orchestral arrangements that aren't travel, traveling with an orchestra. And so like they're, they're using tracks for that kind of stuff. That's fine. Like, like that shit doesn't bother me. It's when they lip sync the entire performance where it's like, why am I paying to see this?
0: Right. Right right
1: and then like share like good honor for getting out there that early in the morning in the cold to perform but like it's all like modulated and um, right what's the what's what's the word I'm looking for um auto tuned and it's like auto tuned it's like okay we're not believing that she's singing and then like they tried to take her coat off of her and she yes. <laughs> almost handed the the mic to the guy and Microphone then pulled offs? it back and I'm like oh, okay this is just fucking terrible.
0: Yeah. But I mean Cher's what? Six months away from becoming an animatronic? <laughs> Come on.
1: I mean she's got enough plastic in her. She probably already is. Right. But yeah and like they made such a big deal about her and it was like all right. and have they ever done a, a Mrs. Claus that was like a famous person or was that new yeah
0: no they've done that before have they
1: okay uh, maybe I just wasn't paying yeah. attention yeah
0: I mean one year it was Harvey Firestein when he was doing hairspray <laughs> on Broadway
1: and- <laughs> Okay. see that'd be funny
0: See, it was very funny. It was very funny. But yeah. Mm. I also watched the one over on CBS. Okay. God, is that a shit show. Because they're like down the street. They don't have any of the performances. So if you're lucky, the person riding the float may turn in the direction of where their camera is. (laughs) (laughs) And they had this obnoxious woman who I had never seen before, but apparently she's been doing this for quite a few years, okay. who was talking about how um, <clears throat> they showed a clip of her from a few years ago where she was talking about how she wanted to be in the show Chicago. And then this year she's saying how like she called the producers and they put her in the show and then they showed a number from it lot, lot well, live to tape. <laughs> and she was horrible. Horrible! Jeez. It's like, how much did this people pay to get you in there?
1: Probably a lot. Yeah. Uh, it's and it, uh, that that's like when you watch when you flip back and forth between the New Year's Eve shows and it's very mm-hmm. clear who's got money mm-hmm. and who doesn't. Yes. And it's like, OK, sure.
0: The best New Year's Eve show used to be on CNN.
1: Was that when they would get drunk on air? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that
0: was hilarious. Uh,
1: it's a different world now. But
0: alas, Don Lemon and uh, Anderson Cooper. Is Anderson Cooper still there? I think, think he is.
1: No, I think he's still yeah. there. Don Lemon isn't, though. He's well, the one that got fired, right?
0: It, uh... Yes. After Chris Cuomo got fired. Yeah. So.
1: Yay. <laughs> did you do any Black Friday shopping?
0: Um. I did. Yeah. I didn't get much because all the stuff, all the, you know... The best deals were online, so I did that on Wednesday and Thursday, and then I did go out for a little bit on Friday. Yeah, I was not as crazy as it's been in the past.
1: Well, I hear that a lot i hear I hear a lot of like stores were not crazy because all the deals were online, so I don't yeah, I don't understand what the big deal is anymore
0: i I, I guess it's not. The news stations here had people at the uh, the shopping outlets yeah. at like th- three a.m. interviewing people who showed up to you know get the best deals. It's like people are all fucking idiots.
1: I saw a clip of something on I think it was on Reddit where there were people in a Target on Black Friday and there were signs above like the TVs yes. that were like Black Friday deal like 429 and then they move the Black Friday thing and it's 429 as the regular price. Yeah. And I was like, "Okay, that's shady."
0: A lot of a lot of people were were reporting that.
1: But I mean, I've seen that too with online stuff like um, for for places like where you buy like video assets and stuff online um, they'll be they'll have Black Friday deals but they'll double the price the day before yes and then the Black Friday price is the normal price that you would normally pay and it's like I'm not fucking falling for that what the hell man yeah so yeah um, I mean I'm um, There's nothing really that I'm looking for on Cyber Monday, but I will look, but the kid wants some stuff and that's probably all I'll even look at.
0: Well, you know, Christmas is for the kids.
1: Yeah, you would think so.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I mean there's and I went out yesterday for a little bit and the stores weren't busy and I went out this morning somewhere else and it's like hmm very different.
1: Yeah, I went grocery shopping this morning and the the grocery store which is usually pretty busy was there was hardly anybody in there so I was like did you all just overbuy food for Thanksgiving or probably am I just early or what's going on so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we went out on Friday like afternoon, like later in the afternoon. And yeah. Um there wasn't there wasn't that many people in any of the stores that we went to or anything like that, so I can't imagine the morning be, being very busy either.
0: No. I mean, no, I didn't go to any big malls either,
1: but I just don't
0: think there's that, that draw anymore.
1: No, not like there's two TVs for a hundred bucks and you got to run through the store to find them. Right. Yeah. That's that, right. I, I don't think that's there anymore hmm. because they don't, they don't sell enough that way. They've got to, they got no. to figure out how to sell as many as they can. Right. I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, Me neither. It's too
0: commercialized. (laughs) Put the crisp back in Christmas.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Let's put the Saturnalia back in Christmas. Let's go back to pagan times. Uh, Yes. Nobody wants to talk about that, though. Well, let's
0: let's talk about all the things that Christmas is that were stolen from other religions.
1: Yes. Why do you think there's a Christmas tree? Why do you think there's a Saint Nick? Mm-hmm. You don't. Really why think, is it on
0: December twenty-fifth?
1: You don't really think Jesus was born in December, do you?
0: The little the little white boy with blonde hair, <laughs> born in the Middle
1: East. Really. Uh, yeah shepherds would not have been out in the field in late December or wise men or whatever the fuck you want to call them
0: you don't think the three wise men came and they had gold, myrrh, and frankenstein (laughs)
1: ugh, fire
0: (laughs) yeah weird times Yeah, it's amazing what kind of stories you can tell to like control a population
1: well, yeah i mean if if you look at the bible as as a set of stories to to control your followers then you know it makes total sense right. if you look at it as a rational book then it doesn't work I mean that's why for me Christmas is more about you know being around people that I care about and not so much the underlying meaning of it right Or what people are trying to you know pass off as anyway
0: well well you know <laughs> just wait until we're an evangelical country and the church is in charge and...
1: yeah i'll be i'll be air freighting myself out of here <laughs>
0: hmm. Uh, did you happen to catch the death of somebody very important from our childhood
1: this oh, week? Who was, who was it this time? It
0: was Marty Croft.
1: I did see that. I meant to write that down.
0: Yeah, he was 86, but his 94-year-old brother is still alive.
1: Wow. I mean, he did die of kidney failure If the if the brother, you know. Yep. It's still rocking and rolling.
0: But I mean, I grew up watching all of that horrible stuff: *Sigmund and the Sea Monsters*, the
1: Boogaloos,
0: yep. um Croft Superstars*, *Lidsville*. I mean, that was that was my babysitter: *Electra Woman* and Dinah Girl*.
1: We had we had *Land of the Lost* on in the house constantly when I was a kid. Yeah. Slee stacks were terrifying to me as a child. <laughs> yeah, 86 died of died of kidney failure. That sucks.
0: Yep. Oh, well, no, I didn't know that there was actually a re- reboot of Family Affair in 2002 oh really with Gary Cole and Tim Curry as Mr. French
1: oh interesting
0: now I'm going to have to look that up <laughs> so yeah very sad
1: well, um, and if anybody who's of, listening uh, hasn't seen any of their stuff you need to really look it up because
0: oh it's trippy yeah. it's, it's like so bizarre such weird stuff
1: yeah Sigmund and the sea monster is probably a good thing to to look at and to understand what it like what it was actually like to be a kid in the 70s
0: (laughs) yes exactly exactly oh he was married to a former playboy playmate oh wow good for him.
1: Sounds like he was living his best life. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh well, he will be missed. Yeah. There will never be another like him.
1: No, there there will never be programming like that for kids ever again. Which is sad.
0: Speaking of things from my childhood that are crashing and burning, did you see that Daryl Hall has a restraining order against Oates?
1: (laughs) Yes, I did. I guess one was wanting to play their music in their solo show, and so the other one decided that that wasn't going to happen?
0: No. Oates was looking to sell his share of their catalog to an investment firm. Oh, okay. Which already owns quite a bit of their catalog.
1: That's even weirder. So
0: it's, I mean, I don't know why you file a restraining order for a breach of contract, but kind of weird.
1: I mean, apparently like they didn't get along for a long time either.
0: No, I had seen something where Daryl Hall, somebody had asked him about his partner and he's like well John Oates isn't my he's my performance partner like discounting the relationship right it's like really
1: no and apparently it was never they were never called Hall and Oates really yeah I had Are read... they always Daryl Hall and John Oates yes yes it was it was both of their names because I, I had read something where they're like they had asked him about that and he was like it's not Hall and Oates and i was like wow that's really being petty but okay
0: yeah oats and hall
1: <laughs> i mean which one's which which is the which is the guitar player is that's that hall, hall or oats that's that's uh, oats that's Oates. that's oats
0: okay. Daryl hall's the one who still has a career <laughs>
1: <laughs> does he though well is Maybe performing in Vegas somewhere or Branson or you know he's touring with a look-alike of Oates <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be funny
1: I mean that's like um, I saw a sign the other day that Journey was coming to Charleston and I was like well that's basically a Journey cover band because right like name me two of the original members of Journey like most Perry like Joe Perry Steve Perry Steve Perry but he's not in the band anymore no he's not so hasn't he he been replaced twice yeah by soundalikes yeah so yeah i don't I, like that's got to be the same thing like like yeah it's it's john hall daryl hall what's his name daryl hall. daryl hall. hall sure it's him but like it's not the band and it's not like what makes that special like what made them famous right so yeah weirdness man
0: Oh, Daryl Holland's in concert on on tomorrow. Where? November 27th. (laughs) In the Philippines? (laughs) Yes. He's at the Mall of Asia in Manila tomorrow.
1: Oh, raking in the big bucks.
0: With Todd Rundgren. You think he'll bang on his drum all day?
1: Todd Rundgren. Good God. I didn't know he was still alive. Good God.
0: That's crazy. Whereas John Oates is playing the uh <laughs> Royal Albert Hall in London in May.
1: Oh uh, okay. It's like hmm. I mean that seems like a like a better gig. Yeah. <laughs> so weird.
0: Bizarre. Very bizarre. Yeah. Uh, did you watch any TV this week?
1: I did. I've watched a couple yeah. of things. Yeah. Okay. Um. What? We painfully sat through the Santa Clauses.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> Isn't there only two episodes left? So two epi- it's almost over. Yeah,
1: two episodes left, and I really thought that maybe the last half of the second season was going to be like Mad Santa getting back to the North Pole and them having to like oust him again. Go to
0: war? Yeah.
1: And there there looked like there were going to be shades of that and then there wasn't. And I was like okay I don't know what we're doing anymore. (laughs) I'm very happy though that uh, Michael Dorn is getting a lot of work this year. They brought him back for this after him reprising his role of wharf on Picard this year. So I'm glad to see he at least is getting some money out of whatever the hell this show is supposed to be. Right. But it's just not fun. It's not. What yeah.
0: There's something very different.
1: Yeah. I don't
0: like they lot. Like they lost the magic
1: ironic isn't it isn't it (laughs) so yeah I mean I just I'd like like we talked about last week I like mad Santa and I like his elf or his gnome whatever the hell she's supposed to be right and I like that storyline and I think that they could turn that into something but having to having Santa do Easter and hey suddenly we have this thing because Tim Allen doesn't want to be in the Santa makeup for the whole show right so they create this thing of like he taps the button and he can look just like he does everywhere else and it's like Mm -hmm. okay and they got the trippy like light effect for when they're wearing the rabbit hats and so they're invisible and I'm like all right, whatever (laughs) <laughs> it's just lazy writing
0: yeah it's very disappointing because yeah. I mean I really did like the first season and I liked the movies
1: yeah I mean the 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 first movie especially was good and you know they vary in quality as they go on and bringing them back it was like okay this seems to be they've seemed to have found a story that, that works for them but now it's just like more of the crap that disney plus seems to be putting out on a regular basis.
0: Yeah, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. So two two more episodes of that and then we're done, hopefully forever. But-
0: yeah, I don't see this continuing on unless somehow they redeem themselves by the end and Fluffy gets his own series next year.
1: Well, I mean, they've... I always felt that the Santa Claus's TV show was Disney trying to make up for the fact that they did a Buzz Lightyear movie without Tim Allen. Uh, I guess. And so, like, you know, people pitched a fit, and he did too, and so I felt like they were like, you want to do a Santa Claus TV show? And, And... My one gripe about this episode was they have established a universe that has Santa Claus and all of the other magical people. So like Sandman right. and Cupid and, and yet they talked about Jesus in this one. And I was like, okay, yeah. I know it's Tim Allen. I know he's on a religious kick and whatever. So I'm sure like this was something that like he said, let's mention this, but it felt a little too forced for me. And so I was like, all right, whatever. But that's just me.
0: Yeah. I think Santa Claus is best when he's non-secular.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's about the magic of Christmas. Mm -hmm. Which is
0: really Santa Claus has nothing to do with Jesus Christ.
1: No. 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 And, and the first season was all about the magic of Christmas and, and keeping that magic and making, making people have Christmas in their hearts and shit like that. And I could get behind that because at Christmas people are a little nicer to each other. And so, you know, if you can carry that all year round, that'd be great. But, you know, you don't have to start shoehorning in everything else too. Right. So I don't know. also on Disney plus. I don't know if you watched it, but I watched the first special from doctor who.
0: Oh no, I didn't watch that. Yes.
1: Yes. They, they put out the first one with David Tennant. Yeah. Um, and it's, it, they got right back into it. It is just a, um, so not only did Russell T, um, not only did David Tennant come back, but Russell T Davies came back who, was the one that brought Doctor Who out of retirement in the early 2000s, whenever they brought Christopher um, Eccleston back as that first doctor. And so he's been given, the person that he likes to work with the most in David Tennant, he's been given a gigantic budget to do, I guess it's a series of specials. And so this is the first one of them. It's an hour long. It's, but it, it took me right back to pure David Tennant, um, Dr. Who series. And he's still great in the role. They bring back, um, Donna, um, and she's great in it. And like, there's these giant, battle scenes on a road in England that just look great like I know everybody always talks about how Doctor Who looks cheap and whatever but we've now reached that point of you can make anything look like a movie and it was just done really well and so this one did not have the first one doesn't have um, Neil Patrick Harris in it oh good so it's more about reconnecting the characters to i guess get to that story and i'm okay. not, i'm not really sure how many stories this is actually going to be or specials that they're going to do mm-hmm. but um it's it started out really well so
0: oh good i'll yeah. have to watch that
1: yeah it's it's done really well have
0: you started watching monarch yet
1: I haven't. I. I'm...
0: you got to put that on your, your must-see list. Okay. Because it is so good. Oh, really? Yes.
1: I keep they're, forgetting they're, that that's on.
0: They're keeping the monster's time on screen pretty short. So it's basically about <laughs> Kurt Russell's story told partially in flat in flashback with Wyatt Russell playing him okay and then in the future or currently I guess um, the monsters are still active and there's some big government cover-up and it it's really interesting it's really really like a spy story
1: did you watch any of the movies the, the Godzilla movies only the old 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 ones so you didn't see like Godzilla King no. of the Monsters or the Kong versus Godzilla where nope. like Monarch is like a part of those stories because that's where um, what's his name John Goodman's character comes from is I don't know if it's the Kong movie or if it's the Godzilla movie but like he's a carryover from one of those right. movies so but if you're enjoying it that, that means they've they've been able to tell a story that, that you doesn't necessarily have to rely on what's come before it, which is good.
0: Right. I mean definitely a lot of callbacks to it. Okay. But it's yeah. I mean, just the way they're telling the story is is really interesting to me. Um Yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. I don't want to spoil anything.
1: Okay. Yeah, I started to watch because um that's on Apple Plus, right? Or uh, it's on Apple TV, is it? whatever it's called. Yes,
0: Apple TV. Yep.
1: Yeah, cuz they just they just launched another season of For All Mankind. Um which is their space race TV show with uh, Joel Kinnaman uh, in it. Oh, and I had watched the first episode of that and then I fell off of watching anything like last week so but I will make sure to write that down
0: yeah definitely I think you'll like it
1: okay so what Christmas movies did you watch
0: uh so I watched the naughty nine on Disney plus okay starring Danny Glover as Santa Claus <laughs> okay. and a bunch of no names um, follows a group of kids who are on the naughty list who break into the North Pole to steal their gifts It's it's one of those typical movies aimed at like 8 year olds
1: it's like a live action prep and landing
0: uh, yeah <laughs>
1: so so what's your what did you think of it being that you're not an eight-year-old
0: it was a, it was a diversion okay it wasn't one of those like oh you got to see this movie it's the best thing but it's like yeah <laughs> it's christmas
1: i don't know there's an awful lot of black santa clauses these days
0: yeah there are
1: i wonder if that's pissing people off
0: I'm sure it is there'll be a boycott (laughs) Uh. boycott Christmas because Santa's not black
1: there you go that's
0: the Christian it's the Christian thing to do isn't it
1: oh yeah because Santa is all over the Bible
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, also watched something on Prime
1: okay
0: called elf, elf Me. Elf Me? Elf Me. Okay. It's,
1: it's,
0: it's originally Italian and it's dubbed into English. Oh. So there's nobody in it you know. Okay. <laughs> um. There's this one elf who is making toys that they may think are a little less appropriate than You know toy trains and dolls and stuff Okay And um, He goes to the real world He escapes to the real world And meets this little boy and his mother His mother is a toy maker Who makes you know toy trains And boats and old fashioned toys And they kind of team up against Like the evil toy maker Okay It's It's really well done
1: Okay like like from a production um, standpoint
0: from a production standpoint and um, I don't want to give it away but like the opening scene is really clever okay that's one I would recommend checking out
1: and that's that's on Prime
0: that's on Prime
1: okay elf me all right
0: elf me <laughs> elf you elf them all <laughs> Elf me. Elf you. Um, I watched another one that was so bad I can't even remember what remember what it was called. <laughs> it was something like The Santacon or... The Santa Con? Yeah, a guy gets out of jail and... He goes to live with his sister, who's kind of a bitch, and he gets a job as a department store Santa, and some little kid comes up to him and says, all I want for Christmas is for my parents to get back together. So, and the father...
1: Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to no, ask, that, go does ahead. this star Melissa Joan Hart and Jaleel White? Yes. Okay, yes, it's called the SantaCon.
0: Yes. It it yeah, I I wouldn't say it's worth watching.
1: Well, just just so you're aware, that the SantaCon actually has an a higher rating on IMDB than Elf me. Really? Yep. <laughs> 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 I mean, it just goes to show you that people have no taste.
0: Well, that's for sure. Out since from
1: 2014. Yep. Oh, they didn't they didn't pull John Ratzenberger into this? Did they? Oh man!
0: Yeah, they did. He plays the warden of the prison. The guy is in. Oh.
1: Wendy and Williams. Angela
0: White it. is. She
1: is. Pastor Ruth.
0: Oh, that's who that is. No, that's <laughs> not her, is it?
1: That's That's what the cast list says.
0: Okay. did not recognize her at all. The voice sounded familiar. Couldn't figure out who she was.
1: And they pulled Scott Grimes into this. No.
0: And he plays the alcoholic father of the little kid and he's not very likable.
1: Oh.
0: And shows up at the kid's Christmas pageant drunk and, you know, stuff like
1: that. I mean, I guess lifetime Christmas movies are just paychecks to people.
0: They are. They are. And, and I have one that is not aired yet that is a celebration of working for the paycheck and plastic surgery. Okay. It is called Ladies of the 80s, A Diva's Christmas. (laughs) Okay. It stars Lonnie Anderson, Morgan Fairchild, Linda Gray, Donna Mills, and Nicolette Sheridan.
1: Oh, man.
0: Has former soap opera stars.
1: Oh my god! Oh, and Christopher. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, and Christopher Atkins is in it.
1: The picture on the website is horrifying.
0: Of the five of them sitting yes. together making cookies. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, they all look like they're wearing masks of themselves.
1: Yes. What is up with Lonnie That's... Anderson?
0: Yeah. Well, you notice how, like, a lot of them have, like, hair over their face? Yeah. That's to hide the bad scars.
1: Like, what happened to Morgan Fairchild? Uh, she got old? She was one of the hottest women on TV at one point. Yeah. I mean... She was born in 19... 1940. I know. She's like 73. Is she 73? That's what it Morgan Fairchild that's what it says on Google.
0: Oh, I just I clicked on Donna Mills by mistake. Oh. <laughs> She's 83.
1: Who, Donna Mills? Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean out of them all, Linda Grey looks the worst.
1: Yeah. How
0: oh, she was Okay. It's really sad. I used to watch all of those nighttime soap operas. <laughs> Dallas, Knots Landing, yeah. Dynasty. God. That's so sad. It's just like, do you, you really want to pull yourself back into the limelight?
1: I mean, is Lonnie Linda, Anderson really, Linda? like, hurting for money? Well, I mean, she
0: stole all that money from Tori. Oh no, that's not her. <laughs> I keep forgetting that Lonnie Anderson played Tori Spelling's mother in a series. <laughs> there you go. Um, I don't know. Is she still making appearances for WKRP?
1: They roll her out every Thanksgiving for when they play the. When yeah, when they play the um, the the turkey drop thing.
0: Yeah. She was born in
1: 1945.
0: Good god. She's 78.
1: Yeah, it's it's time to just let it go. Yeah. This this feels like somebody saw that that movie um that they did with Tom Brady.
0: Yes, that's exactly what it is. And when exactly Hey, exactly what it is. We can
1: dig up a bunch of 80 stars that we can fucking put into a movie. Mhm. And they went through the big Rolodex and these are the people that fucking answered. God. I mean, I wonder what the makeup budget on this thing was.
0: Well, it was all Bondo and Spackle. <laughs> so, yeah, that's something terrifying to look forward to.
1: Oh, man, that's, it. that's like nightmare fuel. Yes.
0: Did you see we're getting a reboost of The Karate Kid on film?
1: I did with uh, Ralph Macchio and um, Jackie Jackie Chan. Pan. Yeah. So
0: do you think Will Smith will be asked back or what's his <laughs> name? Jaden Smith.
1: Jaden Smith. Um, well, cause it's weird because they had asked, um, Ralph Macchio about the, like specifically about that when they were asking who else was going to show up in Cobra Kai. Right. And they were like, yeah, that doesn't connect to us. And so now all of a sudden it does. So I don't know if Netflix opened up their, their pocketbooks and was like hey we're gonna do this or I don't even know if it's Netflix that is bankrolling this
0: it's uh, Sony Pictures
1: oh okay I mean good on Ralph Macchio for capitalizing on this
0: sure why not yeah
1: I mean it's what he's known for he's come to accept the fact that this is what he's gonna be known for you know he's just gonna roll with it so that's fine like I've got no problem with that Cobra Kai was really good so yeah. fucking ride that man that's that's great I just I don't know them connecting those two universes is a little weird yeah but good for him and is he is, is are they playing the characters from their films is he Daniel LaRusso in this
0: I would guess so
1: They don't have character doesn't, names doesn't, on IMDb. No.
0: They would have to. I would think so. I mean, how would you how would you put Ralph Macchio in a Karate Kid movie and not have him playing a Karate Kid?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean. Let's see the director of this movie. Um, let's see. His previous work is a bunch of TV series and a bunch Hi. of music videos. So this is going to be his first. Oh, so perfect. Yeah. So this is going to be his first. Um, I guess full act full full length. He's doing something called Fred and Ginger. Uh, Fred and Ginger goes behind the stage personas of Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers examining what drove them while celebrating the magic between them. Oh, it's a biopic. Biopic? Biopic. Biopic? Biopic.
0: It could be a myopic. Myopic <laughs> biopic.
1: <laughs> and it stars Jamie Bell as Fred Astaire. Who? Uh, you might know him from such things as... Ben Grimm from the Fantastic Four with um, uh, Miles Teller in it. Uh, he was in Billy Elliot and Jumper. That's what yeah, he's no. been known for. So that doesn't give me a whole lot of hope for the Karate Kid movie. But, you know.
0: Well, there, there's one little tidbit that does does give me hope. Which is? As of October 2020, Jaden Smith is still not confirmed to come back as Dre Parker.
1: Okay. Oh, well. I don't think they would ask him back anyway. Right. I mean, for as weird as he is now?
0: Well, his whole fucking family. Yeah, well.
1: So, yeah, at least that's... see I can't I can't picture them doing a karate, a new Karate Kid film that doesn't involve like the Cobra Kai people right like unless it's just Daniel in Asia somewhere wherever they shot the the Jackie Chan one right and like you know he meets up with a kid there and I don't know He's got to help the kid get ready for a tournament or whatever. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So weird. But yeah, good on him. So I watched a movie this week, a new movie. It did? I did. I watched the new sci-fi film The Creator which is from oh okay um, Gareth Edwards who did ready uh, not ready Player one who did uh, Rogue one um, and it is basically about robots and AI and it is one of my favorite movies of the year oh good I've got that on my watch list the visual effects are amazing. Um, I know it was industrial light and magic did a bunch um, because he had worked with them on rogue one. And this, the, the visual effects is great. The story is, is, um, I don't want to say heartwarming because that's the wrong word, but it's very compelling and it's, it's basically asking a question of what does it mean to be alive and it's got Denzel Washington's kid in it as like the main character and he sounds just like Denzel Washington and so it's one of those things where if you're not paying attention you're like hey Denzel's in this and then it's like that's not Denzel (laughs) Um, but it's done really well Uh, if if you're a fan of good sci-fi and this is a good sci-fi movie like I think you'll enjoy it okay virtually it looks interesting so yeah and you know the, the I don't think a lot of people gave it a chance I don't think it did very well in the theater because it wasn't like a legacy project it was new sci-fi right and like I saw a lot of people like compare it to like movies like Chappie and Elysium and things that had really cool visual effects but people didn't connect with the story Um, but I mean Gareth Edwards has always done really cool films Um, I don't know if you ever saw his movie Monsters that like yes with
0: with no is that the one with Brendan Fraser
1: no No, no. Monsters is a story um, where basically he wanted to make a film and he grabbed the camera guy and a couple of actors and went down to South America and just shot stuff. And then he did all of the editing, all of the visual effects and made the story about these two people trying to escape a quarantine zone after these like these big creatures land on the planet. And so like, he's always done that. He's always like when he also did the first Godzilla movie, which is hit and miss because a lot of the, like, I think a studio interfered with like his vision of it. But, um, you know, I, I still think that rogue one is one of the best star Wars movies that, that they made. Yep. And so like, I will give him the benefit of the doubt every time he does something because of, his directing style and the creator is is just as good as anything else he's done really okay yeah so yeah i would i would recommend that for sure
0: Well, cool i will watch it yeah
1: let me know what you think
0: i will of course i will (laughs) I'm very opinionated.
1: You'll say, that sucks. What are you doing?
0: I read a, a little article about a tidbit from the making of Star Wars in which Dave Prowse wasn't miked and nobody could understand him when he would read his lines so he would change them oh really so the line like the asteroids do not concern me I want that ship (laughs) instead he says hemorrhoids do not concern me I need a shit (laughs) if only there were recordings of that
1: yeah I mean they kind of did him dirty
0: they did well same thing with Sebastian Shaw Uh,
1: yeah especially now and was it there was that um that documentary that they did with David Prowse towards the end of his life where they put him like yes. back in like like they filmed that end scene with him in it yes and like he come to find out that like um like they didn't tell David Prowse that they were filming it that day and like that he wouldn't be in that outfit and like <sighs> it's just a shitty thing to do to somebody who's like been there for you for three fucking movies
0: yeah very sad I mean all those people who made their living over you know being in a fully obstructive costume that you can't even tell who it is Yeah, and random people play that same role at different points of time Yeah, I thought that was funny.
1: That's pretty funny.
0: Pretty funny.
1: Did you watch the behind the scenes of Loki season two? Yes. It was very interesting um, how much input Tom Hiddleston actually has on the character. Mm hmm like they they really seem to to hammer home that like they didn't really do anything that wasn't okayed by Tom Hiddleston. Right. Which I thought was was I mean it's a testament to him that he embodies that character so well. Um but like just the fact that like I guess they moved the production to England for him because his fiance was pregnant at the time. Oh. And so like he didn't want to be away from them and like she was she couldn't be in America so they were like well we'll just come to you. Which again speaks fucking volumes but and I also heard an interview with him where basically that the last line that he says to to Sylvie and uh Mobius where he repeats the line from Thor one was his idea. He walked in and said, I know what I should say. And they said, that's brilliant. Let's do that. So I thought that that was really well done.
0: It's kind of refreshing too to hear that the studio is like letting him have that control. Yep. It's like nobody else could play that role at this time. So why not just let them loose?
1: And when the day comes when they do recast, they, they like soft reboot that nobody's going to be able to stand up to the people that came before them. I mean, it's all just going to be a pale comparison of that. The first group of actors from the MCU. Right. Right. But they did also announce that we're getting a season two of Moon Knight and um, uh, She-Hulk and Ms. Marvel. We are? I think was the second one. I, I had read something about that.
0: That's really weird.
1: Um... Oh, maybe I've read a fake thing. Hang on. No, Disney quietly re- renews Moon Knight for season 2. Uh And then it it had also talked about other um the other the other ones coming back as well. I think they realize that Disney Plus needs new seasons of things. Right. And so instead of taking Anthony Mackie and having to pay him to come back to do another Captain America TV show. Right. Um, here it is. It's claimed Marvel Studios moving forward with seasons two of Ms. Marvel, She-Hulk, and Moon Knight. That's a rumor right now, but um, it looks like they're going to be about six episodes
0: I can see Ms. Marvel but She-Hulk and Moon Knight weren't really well received
1: I thought Moonlight, Moonlight, Moon Knight was more than She-Hulk I don't know She-Hulk got a lot of love for that last episode where she comes out of her universe to talk to Kevin who's the big robot thing. Right. So I don't know. Maybe maybe they just felt like they could do it cheaply enough to where they could get a second season out of it.
0: Huh. Okay. Well good. I mean I hope so. I, I enjoyed all three of those. I can see them doing um, Ms. Marvel. Yeah because that actress seems to be doing well.
1: Yeah. And it would, it would suck. Cause I know there was a lot of shit online about the Marvel's not being great, but like all of the reviews that I've seen recently is like, you kind of really need to give it a chance. Um, yeah. You know, it's better than what was first reported and all this stuff. And it would suck for her to be like, have a have a decent tv show wasn't really designed for me but like my kid enjoyed it sure and to you know to have to to have her then like get shit on for um you know uh, at stuff that's out of her control and then not get to like finish it so i right. i I'd get behind that
0: yeah interesting yeah uh did you see the trailer for season two of night course
1: i didn't i didn't realize there was a season two
0: there is and we're getting more raws
1: oh she's coming back yeah <laughs> i pull up night court season two and it's the old night court how do you how do you differentiate that
0: do <laughs> night court reboot season two night court
1: reboot okay um uh, videos uh The only trailers that I see is from the original release. Uh, Oh.
0: Yeah, I swear I saw it.
1: Oh, it's premiering January 2nd. Okay. So they were like deep into production when the strike happened hopefully they were able to make it a, a better season 2
0: hopefully season 1 was kind of dismal <laughs>
1: funny
0: Ozzy Osbourne wants to go back on tour
1: why isn't it time to let him go like just go rest Ozzy
0: yes yes He's commenting on how the fact that all the people he used to drink with are dead. It's like you're dead, you're dead, you're dead. Jesus. Maybe they're trying maybe Karma's trying to tell you something. <laughs> Unless he wants to die on stage, if that's like his ultimate end game.
1: I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. So oh, yeah.
0: Have you seen the John Travolta Santa Claus commercial?
1: Yes, I have.
0: The only thing I like about it is that when he goes, he's in the gift shop or whatever. The woman behind the counter is Donna Peskow.
1: Yes, from Saturday who is Saturday Night, Night, Night,
0: Fever. Night Yeah. Yes
1: yeah and if you if you've never seen that movie before, you have no clue who that is. no
0: no or the reference to him on the dance floor in the final scene.
1: yeah yeah i I saw that and I was like, I don't know what has happened to him to where he feels like he needs to do commercials. I guess he's just not getting offers for work but,
0: Well, there are rumors going around that he's he's dropped out of Scientology
1: oh okay
0: but I mean he he's doing that commercial he did the one with uh, uh, the two guys from Scrubs he did a couple of them actually well he did one and then the other two guys are doing quite a few
1: uh, yeah when they did it was, that was a Super Bowl commercial last year wasn't it yes yeah yeah I mean maybe maybe he needs money I don't know but like the first time I saw it I was like is that John Travolta yeah and you know there's been other people that have taken up Santa um, in recent years that I never would have pictured being Santa like Kurt Russell but right I I don't know like for a commercial it seems this seems more like look who's talking John Travolta as as opposed to (laughs) like post Pulp Fiction John Travolta Yes. So, I don't know. Maybe his career has swung back the other way. He needs Tarantino to put him in one final film. There you go. Oh, well, hang on. <laughs> uh, Oh, that's, that's in the... Oh, I guess he's doing a movie called The Shepherd. Okay. Which is based on, I guess... Uh, he experienced a total electrical failure in a jet when he was flying with his family yes I thought thought this was going to be something about the Santa Claus thing but uh, oh isn't that we didn't we talk about that a couple of weeks ago it's going to be on Disney plus but it's like a short film it's not like a or am I thinking of you something else that we talked about? I, I don't remember. Yeah, it's a short. It's a. Oh. It's a short, uh, and like the pilot gets lost mid flight over the water, and like he sees his dad in a plane next to him or something. Hmm. Well, that's coming in December 1st, and it's supposed to be like a Christmas thing, so you'll have something else to watch.
0: Oh yay (laughs) Well good There needs to be stuff to watch Because it's pretty dismal right now Yeah And Prime is garbage
1: Oh it's always been garbage And it's just getting worse
0: Well, it's getting worse because as soon as you go to the homepage, it's like, oh, you can buy a rent. You can do a free preview. You can do you. You can subscribe. It's like, how about showing me what I'm paying for? Yeah. Screw you, Bezos. (laughs) That's all I got to say.
1: I mean, they want you to spend money, though. They don't want you to just have shit for free.
0: It's not for free. It's $140 bucks a year.
1: It is. But So but, don't give me that shit. But you're getting not two day free shipping anymore either. Yeah. Have you watched have you watched the um Christmas movie on Prime called Violent Night?
0: Yes. Last year.
1: Okay, did you watch with that? David Harbor? David Harbor, Santa Claus. Yeah. 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 I I like that movie. I thought that was fun. John Travolta was in Die Heart, which is a Kevin Hart movie?
0: Oh, I can see that.
1: Man. Shit, these people do. Oh, well. All right. Well, do you have anything else for this week? No. No. All right, well, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at info at dancemonkeypodcast.com. You can follow us on Facebook and uh, YouTube and let us know you're listening. So until next week, this is Chris. It's John. Have a good week.
0: There's a large graveyard filled with my enemies. I do not wish to add to it. But given no choice, those who pick fights with me do so at their own peril. But maybe time, maybe this, is their lucky day. <laughs>